0: Hi, this is Jeanette Creemore, or you may know me as JC. Welcome to Laugh, Learn, Lead, a podcast show that helps project sponsors, project managers and their teams shape their project success stories. I'll be sharing interviews that bring a different perspective to what project success looks and feels like, as well as unpacking our conversations to provide insights and practical tips. Stay tuned and enjoy. Enjoy. On today's episode, we have Alex Maloney, who has worked as a leader and manager in the delivery of business and technology change for over 20 years, with an interest in program, project management, requirements, quality, and testing. She's worked across a variety of industries from banking, finance, health, higher education, government, and not-for-profit. Alex is a wonderful mum to her gorgeous three boys under 11. She enjoys CrossFit, a little bit of very slow running. And now that Netflix is a thing, occasionally binge-watches something fictional. I'm so excited to have Alex on the episode today because I know she is so awesome because I worked with her at RMIT. Welcome, Alex. Hi, Jeanette. How are you feeling?
1: (laughs) Um, This is my first podcast, so a little bit nervous.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. This is my small number. I'm getting better, I think, every episode. I know a little bit about you, Alex. Can you share with us a little bit about your career journey and where you are today?
1: Um, Sure. So um, I um, went to university and completed an arts degree. I have an honours degree in history. Uh, And at the end of my honours year, I started um, applying for different jobs. I sat the public service exam and thought that was going to be the path that I took. Uh, and it was back in the day where the Age ha- was a, um, a giant broadsheet that got delivered at home and there was an ad uh, in the Age newspaper um, asking for arts and science graduates to apply uh, for a, um, an opportunity. So it wasn't a, a job as, um, specifically, but it was with a recruitment company called Icon Recruitment, um, and they uh, interviewed a number of people with arts and science backgrounds. Uh, and they placed um, approximately 10 of us from those varied backgrounds and trained us for one month in system testing. Um, and we all received a certificate three in um, system testing with the idea that we'd be placed on. Um, test contract roles uh, to deal with the millennium bug. Um, so, and from from doing that course for a, about a month, um, I was placed on contract with a bank um, and I stayed there for 11 years. Uh, and that was the first time I'd really thought about getting into any, um, hadn't even, didn't even know those jobs existed in terms of um, project management, um, technology delivery uh, had, had absolutely no exposure to those type of roles at all. So it was very fortuitous that just happened to be that um, this organisation had seen an opportunity with the uh, millennium bug and decided that they were going to take some, some people with varied backgrounds and um, give them, train them up and give them the opportunity to go and um, work in, in different industries. Um, and I had a, a successful career with that bank, as I said, for 11 years. Um, I started in um, testing positions because that was the the, the, um, the course that I'd done, but quickly moved into uh, test leadership and management roles. Um, from there also uh, got exposure to business analysis. Um, and I was um, fortunate enough to be, after the millennium bug had kind of worked out that it was, we we'd tested for that and made sure that it wasn't going to impact anything, was fortunate enough to be placed onto a large, uh, as a test manager on a large project, which involved really, it was a system transformation, had application development, infrastructure, um, it was peripheral, so it was redesigning um, keyboards and um, the structure of desks, logistics, it was a staged phase rollout across the whole of Australia. Had a, a lot of um, integration activities and um, and also new brand new technology. Uh, and was what was the test manager on that for um, for a few years. And then after that, that project had um, started to started its rollout, I was asked if I would like to be the project manager for the same project, but for um, the New Zealand business. And so I was based in uh, New Zealand for about nine months um, and that was really my first ex, uh, experience of being uh, the named project manager uh, and that was around 2001, 2002 and pretty much from that time onwards I've done um, various roles across projects, programs and portfolio management, um, stayed stayed in the same bank um, until around 2009 um, have, have had three boys in between, uh, and worked in in across other industries. So worked in higher education with yourself at RMIT for a few years. Um, uh, had and then have also um, in the last few years been doing some uh, consulting work. So some uh, technology consulting, which has included. Looking at um, project and portfolio and program management, and in the last twelve months, I've got back, gone back to my roots of um, project delivery and working as a project delivery specialist for Price Waterhouse Coopers (PwC). So that's kind of it in a nutshell, <laughs> in a roundabout way.
0: Oh my gosh! There's two things I didn't know, and that oh, is really? that you set the public yeah, that you set the public service exam the same as me, yeah, and you started off in testing
1: yeah I did yeah
0: had no idea I that's exciting
1: <laughs> yeah it was it was a good um a good grounding i think in in um in, in especially in regards to testing. I think it gave a really good appreciation for uh under, trying to understand why and what we were doing um, for the business and also just that that aspect of making sure that um that you're delivering a you know something that's actually useful. And is a good product as well.
0: Mm. So you've mentioned that you've just returned to what you love most, and that's project delivery, being hands-on with the client and making stuff happen. Mm. What's, what is it about that project delivery environment that you really love? Why, why is that your space? So
1: there's probably a few things for me. So one, um, I love I love being part of a team. I like um, I love working with other people, and I enjoy uh, bringing and bringing teams together. Like I, I like the leadership side of that as well. So um, so I think that's one of the unique things that you do get out of working on a project that you you can't projects can projects by their definition are multiple people working together. They're not just single individuals. Um, delivering an outcome so so you you get that um that idea of being part of a team and working with other people uh i i also think that through um through my majority of the projects i work on that you there's a purpose to change something for the better it doesn't matter what um what the project is whether it's a change management project a technology delivery project it could be even infrastructure related that doesn't that's not um, the customer or a client doesn't actually use it, there's still some underlying um, need for change for the better. There's some reason why you're doing something. So, um, I always feel like you have a purpose when you're working on a project. Um, the th- other thing I like, I, I enjoy putting structures and practices and team team norms or team ways of working together and seeing that those things have an outcome and um, trying different things and different techniques in terms of getting the best out of a team, best out of people. And I feel like for me, projects gives you that opportunity to, to really try some of those things out and, um, and, and see if they, see if they work, see if they don't work, um, build on them, learn from other people. Um, and the other thing probably is mainly just problem solving and challenges There's always, there's always, um, whether it's people-related items or technology-related items or funding-related items, there's always some sort of problem-solving or challenge um, that you have to work through and that I, I enjoy the process of working through those things and resolving them to, to move forward to the ne- whatever the next stage is or the next step is in the in the process of a project. So that that's probably, those are the things that really um, stand out for me as the reasons why I enjoy working in a project environment.
0: Listening to your background, you've definitely been involved in some major projects. Is there one in particular, though, that you think has been a highlight and one that you can probably look at and say this was a success because of?
1: So I I talked about the first project that I was on um, as a project manager, but I'd even go back before that, which was, so it was a voucher image um, replacement project. So we were replacing the check processing um, solution used by the bank that I was working for, with um, with an up to upgraded transformational digital solution. So it included uh, check imaging and check processing, and so it was quite a step change for for the for the bank at the time. Um, and and that project for me is um, goes down in in one of my as one of my all-time favorites um but I really I also am in love with the project that I'm on at the moment so and both of them um really remind me uh so the one that I'm on at the moment has and reminds me of that very first project in a lot of ways so um the things that are really standing out for me at the moment and why why I'm enjoying what I'm doing so much is the um the, the the business and the client that we're working for are really quite interesting so and that um, the, the problems and the opportunities that they've got to solve are um, are interesting ones to to think through, um, and they are transformational. Um, and I can see that there's a need for my skill set and and the experience that I have and the way that I go about doing things. So I feel like I'm adding value um, to the to the client, you know, every day. And that 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 was um, you could you you feel like you're you're actually contributing to something. Um, and that also that what what we're working on actually has meaning and rep- represents a step change, um, and and so you can sort of see the value for for the for the client, but also for the people that are going to be using it. So in both both the projects that I was working on, there was a direct end user who was going to be using this technology every day, each and every single day. Um, we were able and we're able to think about and solve problems to. Um, or, or create, um, you know, requirements and deliver those requirements through technology that's going to make their life easier. Um, the, the other things and the other dimensions of the project that, again, in both of these instances that are really interesting for me are just the number of teams that are involved. So there's a number of different teams who, have, who bring a different part of the puzzle together. Um, they all come from different organisations, different groups, um, in, the, in the first project that I was talking about earlier in my career, majority of those people were from within the bank themselves. So, they were teams from within the bank and then there was just one vendor. Um, the one I'm on at the moment has multiple, multiple vendors working together with the client. Um, and so, that brings with it some other just interesting do, um, dynamics and dimensions that have to be managed um, the technology itself in both instances is interesting. Uh, you know it's it, there's fascinating things to learn about at the moment I'm working on a, a mobile mobile application which I've never really worked on before. so there's some really and, and it's got a, a a number of integration points which uh, is also really interesting and brings it a number of challenges so um, and the, so both again both those projects have those things in common. Um, there's a big change management aspect, both um, you know from a technology point of view, but also from a business point of view. So, trying to understand those aspects, um, they're multi-phase and quite complex. So, trying to understand, you know, what, how we move on different parts of the project, and the, um, at simultaneously, but then also make sure that we're not um, creating too much change or change for the business, and that we're managing things effectively. Um, and also, just the, direct, the the nature of the projects means there's interesting issues and risks and challenges um, to solve. So there's something new each and every day. Um, and probably the the main thing for me is the both projects of there's just great great people. There's great um great great people, individuals and teams that are working together to deliver the project in the. In the first one, the, my first project that I worked on, there's there's people that I still class as some of my greatest friends that I've worked with and have made relationships with through working on that project. And um, and the same would be said, I can, I can already tell for the one that I'm working on now that I'm making, um, you know, lifelong professional and personal friendship and relationships that I think will carry carry through so that's that's really why i'm I'm loving what I'm doing at the moment, but also that it has arcbacks to some of the the projects that I really enjoyed early in my career and probably got me hooked on project management in the first place.
0: Mm, what I heard there was that you definitely like um, the people' side um, throughout that conversation just then you were a thread of people leadership and and I know firsthand from working with you that that's actually um, Definitely, one of your amazing strengths is that you identify how to connect to people and how to get them on the journey and get them involved and feel empowered. So that was a bit of a thread that I heard then.
1: Oh, thanks, Jeanette. Yeah, and I, yeah. I, I you know, I do. I think that's. I enjoy. I actually do enjoy enjoy that. Um, that's one of the things that I. I was. I think that I've missed in in other roles that I. Um, I've taken and been been a part of where I look at it that that's probably one of the aspects or the dimensions that's been missing from those jobs that i thought oh I don't really think this is for me um yeah I really I really I I really do enjoy that aspect of um of of doing and and just part of I suppose part of the my style of project management is that that's kind of what I bring to the table that maybe um isn't you know, it's not a, a project management methodology. It's not, um, it's kind of a combination of experience and just my style and who I am and, and, and what I
0: enjoy doing. All of us in the project world, we also have those that don't run so smoothly and we sit back now and go, oops, um, that was a really big lesson and I won't be doing that again. Do you have one or not?
1: Um, Oh no, no, I think, um, there's always, I mean that to me, you have to go through mistakes and you have to make, you have to have things that you don't do properly because otherwise you don't learn and you should always be doing that. Even, even if things are going swimmingly and things are going so well, there's always something that you think about, you know, from one week to the next, you think I could have done that differently, or I could have, I could have done this, changed this and this might've happened or why, why was that? Why have we got to, why have we got this outcome? Um, probably the one example that kind of sticks out for me is that, um, after I finished on the managing the, the voucher processing project in New Zealand, the, um, opportunity came up to, and I was assigned a, a, quite a high profile, high stakes project, which was also, um, based out of New Zealand, uh, to meet an industry. We've made an, there was an industry committed date that had been made and, um, and at Basically, we'd signed up to it um, and we the decision had been made that we were going to go with the tactical solution um, and bringing quite quickly, bringing quite four quite different teams um, together to deliver the outcome. Uh, and we basically, because of the, um, I'd inherited it after it had kind of left the runway um, and it we just jumped straight into delivery. Um, so it was mandatory. It was non-negotiable. Um, there was a team of people. One group had been sort of stood up and um, pretty much put in place because of the nature of the tactical solution and the other teams were already um, well-established uh, teams who had other work to do. So they were, they were basically shifted off other quite high-priority work to work on this project. Uh, so, what we ended up with was a team where some people were really on board because they were looking at a bright, shiny new thing and kind of bought into the um, the the dates and the the pressures around that and needing to meet the um, meet the expectations of the organizations but where for others um, they felt put upon they weren't um, they didn 't understand why this was being done they were questioning the decisions around the the reasons for the project, the way it was going, the the, the technology solution that had been chosen, and um, I was just continuing on really in delivery mode, um, oblivious and. Out of the blue had a call from, um, had some feedback from the managers of one of those teams that they were getting complaints from their team, that the, from one of the delivery teams, that the project was out of control, that no one knew what was going on, that everyone was unhappy and that, that basically the dates weren't going to be met. So... Um, and I, I remember at the time I, I I think I was over in New Zealand at the time on my own talking to this person and just getting off the phone and bursting into tears and thinking, I've created this, you know, what have I done? I can't believe it. What am I going to do? Um, this is a disaster. I've been, you know, I've come off this quite successful management of a project which I really was very lucky and fortunate that the project first project I managed in New Zealand I'd had a few years of experience of um, being involved in that project and that technology knowing the teams really well to then coming into this other project where I didn't really know the people very well at all and we were we were sort of working a bit remotely and and there were some interesting personalities flying around um, on the on the project as well so um, after I sort of got over all of that, I set up meetings with each team so I got each team together individually um and just asked them quite frankly what they thought about how things were going um got them to lay their cards on the table some some all of them were informal meetings I took most of them I think out to lunch but it was it was um you know as a group so facing up to say you know seven or so people around a table and saying all right tell me tell me what's what we're not doing tell me what I'm not doing properly tell me what's not working tell me what you're worried about um and just listening to what they, listening to their complaints, um, apologised. And some of it was legitimate. You know, there were legitimate gripes that people had. Others were just about the nature of the way the project had kind of been um, initiated. Um, so, but again, I apologising for some of that as well, saying that I understood where they were coming from, and then really saying, okay, well, what can we do better to to move things forward? Um, so we did, a. um, from there we, I I brought everyone together. We had a, um, a facilitated discussion where I, you know, we basically said, well, things aren't working and these are some of the themes and some of the reasons why without getting into any of the personality politics or any of those sort of things. And we agreed some structure and some rituals, which was basically resulted in kind of a daily touch pace and a daily checkpoint where, um, we could surface all of the issues that people were facing and things got dealt with and I was much more hands-on in regards to what was going on um, for each of the teams Um, and from that point onwards things really improved and we we you know the teams ended up working together quite well and we delivered the project on time and it was successful and all those sort of things but probably the lesson for me was that that um that first initial stages where you're bringing a team together or even if you're joining a team as a project manager you're coming into something that's already started, that that you, that benefit of, of talking and listening to each of the the teams that you're working with, um, and getting to know who they are and what's happening and what their concerns are, but then bringing everybody back together and start and agreeing as a team what some of those those so those forums, meetings, um, behaviours, values, whatever whatever team norms, whatever sort of rules, whatever um, language you want to put around it, that that, that kind of don't ever overlook that phase. If, if, if you're starting something off from scratch with a group of people or if you're inheriting something that's already running, that running that sort of practice of just level setting and working out where everyone's at. Um, you, you know, you, you're better off doing that at the start than something running away from you and you working out that you actually aren't, aren't across everything or you aren't aren't connected enough to the people where they'll actually voice their concerns and raise the issues with you.
0: That's absolutely gold, Alex, because um, so many times I see, oh, we'll just have a kickoff meeting and they dedicate two hours in their calendar and go, oh, yeah, we've established the project and I've gone, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, there's a lot more than having a kickoff meeting. It's exactly what you've just mapped out. Then, so um, if this project manager's listening, if they can take that lesson away, it's a must. It's a must. You've got to do that listening and shaping before you you know, put on the accelerator to keep delivering.
1: Yeah, for me that was really you know um, the key lesson and one uh, probably something that I've then taken in terms of adopting that as really as as my. Um, is my sort of style and the way that I would hope to, you know, go about doing doing the way that I manage projects moving from, from that point onwards.
0: So when you go looking for a project to fill a project manager role, what sort of skills and behaviours are you looking for so that you know that you've got the right person for the right project?
1: That's a good question. So um, I don't think that all project managers are created equal. So I do think that um, they're, there are different types of projects, and that um, that some project managers suit some specific types of projects better than others. So sometimes you do need someone who's got uh, you know experience in a particular area just to be able to um, be represent that project effectively with your client or your customer. So there are specific. Pro types of projects where I think you do need to have skill sets in a particular software platform or um, in 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 particularly in say um, in fit outs or, or um, construction type projects having it, having a background and experience in um, in those Areas can be useful, um, but I also, on the other side, believe that there are project project managers who who have the 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 skills and the capabilities that are just generic to all project managers. And you could you could throw a project that them if they've got those core core skills, then you can throw them at pretty much any project, and they'll be able to work it out. It's just then whether or not they enjoy it themselves in terms of the type of project that they want to do. I think that if you um, if you enjoy infrastructure projects, for example. I'd rather have a project manager who's got really good strong um, project management skills, but also likes infrastructure projects, likes delivering that type of project, enjoys working on those type of problems and solving those type of problems, um, than say picking an an application delivery type um, who's project manager who's who's gonna who can certainly manage an infrastructure project, but they won't necessarily enjoy it and get passion and joy out of it. They'd much rather be working on a an application delivery project. Um, I think some of those kind of core skills are the things that I talked about before, the ability to to manage and resolve a challenge or an issue. So the capability to be able to recognise what, what, what is an issue um, and work out, have a method and a process to actually go about resolving that. Um, the ability to be able to communicate with people effectively across um, different. Um, levels within the organisation i think is also key um, for any sort of project manager in terms of having really good strong communication skills Um, the the ability to be able to plan something structure something out and plan something out so seeing where the end of something is and being able to um, articulate and plan for what are the tasks and activities in in general terms what are the high level tasks and activities am i going to am i going to need to get there What are the phases that i'm going to need to get there and who do i need to work with so that again that ability to communicate and bring teams together to say well how can i sort of pad out that detail um i um i don't have a tendency i must say when i'm recruiting for project managers to go for any particular type of um methodology or certification, um, I think if you've got those and you've had experience at working in, in you know sort of all the industry, um, most people have, have the, the qualifications that are recognised in the industry, um, I think if you can demonstrate that you've got um, experience in those and you're able to talk to me in pragmatic terms and pragmatic language about how, um, how, how those methodologies fit in, how you adapt them, how you adopt them. Um, and and how you what you would bring to whatever whatever organisation you're going to work with what how you, those experiences in those methodologies you're going to you're able to adapt and apply them within a within a particular organisation unless you're specifically looking for someone who you want to train other people in that methodology and then of course you'd make sure that they they're kind of um, they're able to do that. Um, but they, they, those are um, those are probably some of the key traits that i'd look for
0: hmm. Hmm. similar so for the project managers that want to progress in their career or even listeners that are interested in getting into project management is there any advice that you would give them to help them go on their career journey
1: i think that um that you have to enjoy what you're doing no matter what it is you have to enjoy it and you have to you have to give thing, also give things a go. So you know I think about where I started from I had no knowledge or concept that these types of roles even existed and now when I you know when I look at what the skills and the experience that I've had over 20 years um, that the that the type of um, the type of roles, that I um, can do now. It just—I um, mean—they're endless. I could take the skills and the 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 experience that I have, and I could apply them to to um, multiple industries, different types of projects. Again, but based on what I'm interested in doing. So so um, I've kind of been able to go through and have those experiences, um, to, which has sort of shaped that. But I could also see that that there that I would. You should always just jump at every opportunity, you know, at, at, at opportunity as it comes to you so that you 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 might think i can't do that or i haven't done that before or that role doesn't sound right or that or you know that that's not something that i'm really keen on or, or, or intre- i haven't thought about that before i don't even know that that exists and if you provide and you you may be given the opportunity to try something out and it might be a lateral move it might be into a different industry or a different role if i think about myself i i would never have got into testing um and I, and then i would you know and then i have got off the role to go and be a test manager i tried you know i tried that and i liked that then transitioned to project manager and and every every couple of years i've kind of made a move to for um something's come along or i've made the opportunity and been able to move and transition into something else so one would be enjoy what you're doing and to um to really make the most of those opportunities when they come your way
0: that's awesome advice and um And I think I have mirrored that in my journey as well. But um, I think in my first episode, I did a little bit of introduction about who JC is and I've always been curious. And I think that curiosity and um, a sense of, well, if I don't, who will, um, has kind of got me into that journey of putting my hand up and trying something. So yeah, great advice, um, Alex. And uh, yeah. I'll be talking a little bit more about that um, in future episodes, I think.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's so many interesting things that go on and just be interested, as you said, curious about why, you know, why why do we need that? Why are we doing that? Why is it happening? Who's going to do it? When and how? Um, and mm. and oh, that that's you know, and and what what could go what could possibly go wrong with that? Okay, well, let's think about that and come up with some suggestions and some solutions. And you know, again, we're back to talking about <laughs> why I like project management so much. I mean, yeah. there's so many things that you can skills and uh, experience that you can bring. To help to, um, to 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 deliver outcomes for individuals, for teams, and for for the, your client with um with your with your project management skills and ca- capabilities, it's, it's great fun.
0: It sure is. Um, thank you so much for giving up your time today, Alex. I really, really appreciate it. It's a pleasure. Um, pleasure. And uh, there's one thing I know for sure, and that is, um, project managers find someone like an Alex and. Um, get them in your network, invest in them, learn from them because you're not going to go wrong. Thank you for listening and I hope you have a few ideas to take action. I would love for you to rate and review the show. I too need feedback to learn. Cheers for now. Remember, a day without laughter is a day wasted.